Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an up front price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Live in Los Angeles on a Wednesday, it's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Greg Cosell for one of the final times to look back at the Super Bowl. What happened? Why did it happen? It is great to have you in. And and here we go, getting ready for the All-Star break. The trade deadline just passed last week. And we hear, J-Mac, the story of an almost colossal deal that it sounds like Draymond Green was encouraging the Warriors to make. My guy, Draymond Green, always a step ahead, thinking of the future. Yeah. Went to his owner and said, uh, you know, me and LeBron hang out a little. Maybe LeBron could be a warrior. What did you make of that story? Yeah, if I screwed up as much as Draymond, I sure would try to make amends <laughs> by, hey, let's get LeBron in here to save the day. <laughs> well, let's start with that. The story today that uh, the Warriors made a massive bid and really tried to instigate a trade for LeBron James. And so it says here, encouraged by Draymond Green, and we see him from time to time around LeBron James at a party or a game, vacation, whatever, that, uh, hey, <clears throat> they probably talked. And so Jeannie Buss always wants her stars to be happy, but she engaged with discussions with the Warriors, and then she called Rich Paul, LeBron's agent, Clutch Sports, and said, hey, uh, is, is LeBron happy? 
And he said, yeah, LeBron, LeBron's happy. And so she shut it down. Um, I've never thought trading LeBron makes sense. And here's another reason. Why would you give the Warriors of all teams a life preserver? The Lakers won the in-season tournament. It mattered. They were ready to go. They also have won five of six heading into the All-Star break. If they beat Utah six of seven and their only loss to the champions in a go-either-way game, they match up well with Denver. The Lakers have an elite distributor and scorer, one of the world's best still, LeBron James, a championship player. They have the best defensive player, AD, in the league, who can also be an elite scorer. They have Austin Reeves, a third scorer. And the Lakers are big, and they're physical. That matters in the West. This year, the Lakers have beaten the Celtics and OKC and the Clippers, uh, the Knicks. And again, they played Denver really well. Now, the Warriors are playing well, but they don't really match up with Minnesota and Denver and OKC size. The Lakers do. They don't have that championship size, and they know it. Kaminga's athletic. He's not a big. Looney's not having a great year playing less. Also, they have to get rid of Clay and Andrew Wiggins. They know that. They need LeBron. The Lakers don't need draft picks, 19-year-olds with less than a 50-50 shot to make it in the league at any sustained level. They don't need Clay Thompson, who acknowledges he's not the same player. And what are you going to get? Passive Andrew Wiggins, night to night, you have no idea what you're getting. I'm not a Laker homer, but they have championship size. They have somebody that does a pretty good job defending bigs like Jokic. His name is Anthony Davis, who can also give you 28 points on any night. They have probably the smartest player in the last 15 years in the league in LeBron, who can dish 12 assists on any night and score 33 on any night. They don't need to make big moves. They needed a tweak at the deadline. Spencer Dinwiddie, tweak. Is it enough? I don't think they're a championship team, but the Lakers match up with everybody in basketball. Anthony Davis provides the kind of size and defensive dominance they could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a Milwaukee in the finals. They could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a big like Porzingis or Jokic. Also, OKC has length. Minnesota's huge. Lakers are okay with that. What could the Warriors actually provide for the Lakers? Serious question. Draft picks? Come on, this is not the NFL. You're not going to draft four guys and get four stars like a Seattle or a Detroit. You know, Rams this year, both third-round picks starting up front. Very good one. One of the top young defensive linemen in the league. That's the NFL draft, not the NBA draft. And I do get the Lakers testing the waters. One eye on the future. One eye on the present. What's it going to look like post-LeBron? I get that. You don't want to sell the farm, but this feels like one of those, uh, what do they call it, a 2K trade? A little bit of a video game trade that Jeannie Buss heard about it, called Rich Paul. Is LeBron happy? Yes, he is. And she shut it down. I know the Warriors have been the better franchise for years, but I think they lack certain things that championships have. I don't think the Lakers do. Lakers could use another shooter, but defensively, they're big, they're long. Offensively, they could use one more shooter, but it's LeBron, it's Austin Reeves, depends on D'Lo on the night. Anthony Davis can provide 25 to 28. The Lakers are actually, from the in-season tournament to their current streak, a really, really good team. May not be Boston and Denver starting five. Maybe don't have the Clippers starting five. But I wouldn't count them out.
So um, when you lose a Super Bowl, there's generally a reason. If you go to the last seven Super Bowl losers, there is usually a definitive reason. And we love to point fingers. But go to the last seven Super Bowl losers. Philadelphia last year. They gave up 17 in the fourth. Their defense collapsed. Totally collapsed. The year before, it was the Bengals. They just couldn't protect Joe Burrow well enough against Aaron Donald. The year before, it was Kansas City. They lost both tackles. They couldn't protect Mahomes, and Tampa's defense was hyper-aggressive. The year before, it was San Francisco. Limitations. Jimmy Garoppolo only had one real star in George Kittle. Didn't have the firepower late in the second half. Year before that, it was the Rams. Jared Goff's inexperience overwhelmed offensively. The year before that, it was New England. Remember that game? (laughs) The Eagles never punted. So why did San Francisco lose? There's always, last seven Super Bowls, something you could point to. A lot of people are pointing to Kyle Shanahan. I do not like, they say, that overtime coin flip decision. Why did he bail on Christian McCaffrey in the third? What about Purdy? I'll throw out to you why they lost. Two reasons. Special teams, which was a concern going in, muffed punt, missed a PAT, and bad luck. Bad luck happens. Kansas City fumbled five times, recovered four. We all know fumbles are weird, wild variables. You can't really control, totally random. Kansas City kept fumbling and recovering the fumbles. Then you throw in Dre Greenlaw, a brilliant linebacker in a one in a million bad luck break, got hurt running on the field. That's really, really bad luck. It happens. It's bad luck. Now, I mean, look at that. I've never seen that happen before. Now, San Francisco, it could be duly noted, used all their luck against Detroit. They got the breaks. Trailing 24-10, really being dominated. This ball should be an interception. It ends up being a catch at the five-yard line. Mid-third quarter, down 24-10. This is interception intercepted, which it should have been, and not bounce off the helmet into a catch. That game may be over. But I think you can blame San Francisco's loss on some bad special teams miscues and just bad luck, bad injury luck, bad fumble luck. And I've said it for two days. There's nobody to really blame. I'm not even a huge Brock Purdy fan. He's good. He played well enough. He was fine. He was okay. Had a better first half than Mahomes. Offense probably should have given him more points. The only touchdown pass in the first half was by a receiver. But Brock Purdy, was, he was fine. Can't ask him to be Josh Allen or Lamar. He's not that physically. Kyle Shanahan on the accusations, maybe he's just not the guy to win the big game. I mean, you'd love to fix perception because I would love to win one for what I know about football and stuff. And I know if I fix perception, that means I did everything I wanted to do, which isn't fix perception. It's win a damn Super Bowl. Um, but I also know, like, when you say big games, like, we've got to win a bunch of big games to get to Super Bowls. Maybe you guys can have any narrative you want, but, like, the success or the failure, uh, it comes down to one game. And I hope that I can be a part of a team that wins a game at the end of the year. But to say that the Niners can't win a big game would be 
an extremely inaccurate statement. For the record, I don't believe anybody is lucky or unlucky. And over the course of a lifetime, your choices will dictate your level of success and happiness. But in a moment's time, in a day, you could have bad luck. You could have good timing. The truth is, a lot of things didn't go San Francisco's way, like all those fumbles that bounced right back. Christian McCaffrey fumbled right into a chief. Getting hurt, walking into a game... Yeah, they used all their luck against Detroit. Needed it and got it. Against the better team, Kansas City, needed it and didn't get it. Sometimes in a moment, you don't get the breaks. And San Francisco didn't. J-Mac, how about that? Defending Brock Purdy, that's all I do. It is my job, and I'm happy to do it. You know, it is Valentine's Day. I see you, you know, sending a little love the way of Brock Purdy. I'm <laughs> shocked uh, the way you bashed him for the last two months. But I, I love that take. Un, honestly, unlucky there in the Super Bowl for the for the 49ers on multiple fronts. It's just, I mean, we all know this. Uh, sometimes a team will lead the NFL in fumble recoveries one year, and you could be next to the bottom the next year. It's all random. Where do you fumble? How do you fumble? Yeah. When do you fumble? I mean, good. Kansas City had a fumble during the game that went right through a scrum yeah. to a teammate. It looked like kind of like was that like I, a shovel? pass? I thought or? it was a shovel it's pass. Like, no, who would do and that? The, in and traffic? by the third time, I'm like, no, that was just the luckiest bounce. Literally bounced into a teammate. Yeah. So I mean, that could have absolutely made the first half. You go ten three. Now it's seventeen three. You just don't know how this yeah. stuff's going to work out. Christian McCaffrey never fumbles. Two fumbles all season. All season. Wrong helmet hits the ball. Somebody Crazy. grabs it. Just the way it works. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Well, we know the Michael Jordan 10-part documentary, though we'd seen the games, Michael's career had be chronicled. We heard about the Rodman story before the documentary. We knew the pushback Scotty and Michael had had post-Dynasty. But yet when it came out, that 10-part documentary, you could not take your eyes off it. I've watched it again. <laughs> Thank God during COVID, uh, we got that documentary because it was about the only thing at the time Joy Taylor and I talked about for about four months. So there's a new documentary coming out, and we know a lot of the backstories, but reportedly Tom Brady is more blunt. Robert Kraft is more blunt. And it is about how brutal the relationship got and was between Tom Brady and Belichick. It's on Apple TV. They're unveiling what they call the dynasty, and here's a little trailer. And the Patriots have won their sixth Super Bowl title. Don't ever count Tom Brady out. Bill Belichick painted his Mona Lisa. These are the two titanic figures of this franchise, but they are two alphas. That collision was inevitable. We're coming near the end. I was just trying to hold it together the best I could. Um, according to the story, um, Tom Brady has a quote in this. Me and uh, Coach Belichick, we did what we loved and competed for 20 years together, but I wasn't going to sign another deal in New England, even if I wanted to play until I was 50, based on how things had gone. I just I wasn't going to sign up for more of it. More than anything, the documentary feels like a referendum on how bad the Brady-Belichick relationship got. Players, including several still on the current roster, disclose how brutal it was. Matthew Slater, one of the more respected players in the league. It was brutal. Rob Gronkowski described pulling up to one Patriot place for a practice and not wanting to get out of his car. Uh, at one point, Wes Welker compared Brady to an abused dog for continually going back to work for Belichick. Uh, again, Brady is blunt, so is Robert Kraft. Former teammates and occasionally Kraft, too, are the ones who speak most directly about how bad the relationship was between Brady and Belichick. They called a hostile work environment, a miserable atmosphere in times the t inside the team's headquarters. Uh, Bob Kraft, the owner, said Tom and I had a number of discussions about how Bill treated him. Tom's a sensitive guy. He was always looking for Bill's approval, almost like a father-son kind of way, and that's just not Bill's style ever to give that. So this documentary is not going to do uh, Belichick any favors in his continuing job search. Tom Brady, I think I can say this because I've known a lot of people that know Tom over the years. I don't know Tom terribly well. Uh, we've never actually, I don't think, met in person, interviewed him two or three times. He's a workaholic. He's a grinder. He's not high maintenance. He's not needy. Sort of the opposite. Even at the short time he's been at Fox Sports, puts his head down, looking to please. It's all about the work. Um, any issues in New England, I'm sorry, they fall on Bill. And listen, football practice is hard. Anybody that plays it, any of you guys listening that have played it, it's hard, football practice. So I'm not saying it needs to be a joyride. <laughs> like, I get it. It's baseball practice, infield, batting practice. I always thought that was fun. Basketball practice, you get a good sweat, some shots. Football practice is hard. But it, you can't have the best tight end ever and a bona fide tough guy not wanting to get out of his car. And I think a lot of this is, 
players have more power over the last 10 years. The head coach now isn't just his word isn't gospel. You have to be collaborative. That really describes Sean McVay. That really describes Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota, a Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. It's collaborative. Your star quarterback gets a say. And by the way, that doesn't mean quarterbacks today. We're very lucky. They don't demand power. Lamar Jackson's not demanding power. Josh Allen and Mahomes aren't demanding power. Aaron wants to say in New York, but I don't think he's demanding ultimate power. But players want to be respected. And I think, in my opinion, Belichick struggles with the modern head coach quarterback dynamic. Whereas the quarterback is absolutely more important, is making eight to ten times as much, has a real relationship often with the owner, and they're firing the coach before the star quarterback. You can no longer be a dictator. And you could be for a long time. Now, you're just as a head coach, even a good one, another form of government. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So besides this LeBron warrior story you opened with, there's a, a report that Woj mentioned. Daryl Morey of the Sixers called the Lakers to see if LeBron could end up in Philadelphia. Hey, Lakers, are you interested in that? Apparently, he also called Daryl Morey, that is, the Suns, to see if Kevin Durant was available for a trade. Suns had been sputtering a little bit. They've since turned it around. Um, and then when they said no, apparently Daryl Morey said, what about D-Book and Beal? Is there any chance we could get one of those? Daryl Morey shooting for the moon <laughs> in Philadelphia. Now, listen, we got to give him some props. Like, this is your job as a GM. Yeah. Ask for the moon. Make the calls. You're not going to get any of it. Yeah, yeah But you yeah. got to at least try. To, if you don't show that you're trying to upgrade your team, and I think, I think it helps Daryl Morey to leak this to show Joel Embiid, who's now hurt and probably out for the season. Hey, Joel. We're trying. Don't entertain any offers this offseason. We got cap room, and look at me. I'm trying for LeBron. Yeah. I'm making a move on KD. I don't think you're wrong. I think it's a smart move by Maury, and a really, and, even if you're not going to get him, ask for the world, right? Yeah, and I think, um, I mean, listen, the Warriors, Lakers, the two owners talked, and I think in support of Jeannie Buss, she called Rich Paul and said, is your star unhappy? And he said, no, star likes LA. All right, let's shut it down. Jeannie doesn't want Lakers to be unhappy. I mean, if they've always taken great pride in taking care of their players. They don't go on the cheap. You know, the training camp in Hawaii. They've, they've always been good on... on the Lakers just... You know, Dodgers and Lakers are known in this town. They really treat their players and former players very respectfully, very well. They love having them all in the family. Uh, so Jeannie Buss is like, is LeBron happy? The answer she got was yes, and so they didn't move the deal. But I don't, I don't mind the call. I, I do think Golden State has some dilemmas. Clay and Wiggins, right? They know they got to move them. They don't match up with Denver or Minnesota. As good as Draymond is, Draymond is he doesn't match up with Jokic. Yeah. I mean, almost nobody does. But Anthony Davis gives the Lakers the ability to compete with OKC, Denver, and Minnesota's length. And, for the record, they got some size in Phoenix. AD neutralizes all of that as the best defensive player, in my opinion, in the sport. By the way, whoever orchestrated all this, we want LeBron. Sixers want LeBron. Warriors want LeBron. LeBron's a free agent after this season, right? Yeah. Very interesting timing on all this well, stuff. What do you mean? Well, everybody wants LeBron now. He's 39 years old. He's not washed. He's not the washed Not king. close. It's not over. 
he can still command any dollar he wants from the Lakers after this season. And they need to keep, they can't lose LeBron for nothing, right? And we'll see what happens with Bronny, his son at USC, who's, who's playing a little bit more. No. I, you know, he's not hes not going to be a, a lottery pick, that's for sure. No. Um, first round, we'll see. I don't think he wants to leave L.A. I think he wants to stay here and he wants to get what okay, he just, wants. I think you're right on about this. And listen, we're an L.A.-based show, okay? So I know people think we're all homers. But, like, the biggest stars in New York right now, the biggest sports stars, are Aaron Judge, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. You can't say the, the and, well, no, conspiracy a, theorist quarterback. You cannot No, mention. Aaron Rodgers. But, again, he's 40 off an Achilles. So that... He's I mean, you like have to... You, you could go... To our 18th biggest star, and it would be all-star Paul George. So, I mean, our coaches are stars. We have Harbaugh, Lincoln Riley, Sean McVay. Our coaches are stars. Mm. So the, the reality is people choose L.A. I mean, you you leave Oklahoma for L.A. That, Oklahoma's a top-five job. I mean, you, Sean McVay, I'll consider retirement. Nope, long-term deal. So the, the, Jim Harbaugh, pick of jobs, all choose L.A., the truth of the matter is, people, I know there's the belief that nobody wants to live in L.A., but when it comes to stars, coaches, players, they do. But what about the taxes, Colin? I thought everybody's I'm not an accountant. I'm just saying <laughs> people, stars, see the convergence of entertainment and sports and production companies, and they want to be in L.A. Yeah. So Weather pretty nice this week out here in L.A. But, yes, it is. But did you no. see the video of all the private jets leaving Vegas and all of them flying back to L.A. after the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, again, it's a quick jaunt from L.A. to Vegas. Like, yeah. I just, it's a it's a nice place to be. And thanks for getting me out here many months right. ago. You're, you're uh, right. Next up, uh, ooh, this, is, this is a tough one. Speaks, Steve Spagnuolo, great performance in the Super Bowl. That's his fourth as a defensive coordinator, third with the Chiefs. Now, this is where it gets interesting. His only stint as a head coach was with the Rams a little over a decade ago, and he did it did not go well. However, Rams COO Kevin Demoff yesterday tweeted about Spagnola, wondering why he's not getting a head coaching job. And here we got the tweet here on the screen. On the heels of Tyreek Hill, by the way, saying, why don't Spags get no interviews? And, you know, Kevin Demoff is like, hey, it's past time he gets another uh, job. Now, before uh, I'll let you go first, because I well, got some stuff here. There are... I was surprised at the number of defensive coaches, five of eight mm -hmm. that even got jobs, but many of them are young. Okay. So hiring an old defensive coordinator, Belichick couldn't get a job. Okay, so Spags is older. So I do think if you're going to go the defensive route, go with a younger defensive coach. Chances are he's got younger friends in coaching, used to play more recently a bit more collaborative i i i think you have to be very cautious about hiring a defensive coach but if i was given the option i would lean toward a younger defensive coach over an older one now a lot of people are saying well uh, not only is he old but he was terrible as a head coach last time I, I went and looked it up, okay? There's plenty of coaches who are defensive who stunk the first time and then got another opportunity and were good. Wade Phillips, uh, Denver and Buffalo could not win a playoff game. He was he thrived with the Cowboys for a minute. Belichick famously in Cleveland, run off, and then New England. Mike Shanahan, his first stint with the Rams, fired in year two. Rebounds goes to Denver, wins Super Bowls. And then Pete Carroll, remember him, with the New England Patriots, fired after three years, has to go to college, then later comes back to the NFL, wins with Seattle. So it can be done. I, I don't. I, it's just surprising to me that Spagnuolo did not even get interviews. I just, I'm surprised at that. If well, you're going the Dan Quinn route, 
You want to hire him? Listen, if I owned a team, I like Spags. I think he's the best. I think he's sort of the Dick LeBeau. Remember the Steelers guy? Yeah. I think he's the who was. It felt like the best defensive coordinator for about 15, 20 years. I think Spags is that. But Dick LeBeau wasn't out there. It's like not everybody is president. Not everybody is the face of a franchise. Some guys are just great coordinators. I don't know if I would have given Spags an interview, and I think he's terrific. So, uh, you, you know me. I lean offense as much as possible. I mean, next year we're going to have six or seven top quarterbacks could be looking for a coach. I would go offense with everyone if I could. But you're telling me the guy who shut down in the playoffs, the Dolphins, high-powered offense, the Bills, high-powered offense, and the Ravens, number one offense in the league. You wouldn't even interview the dude? Well, again, the the advantage Spags would have, he'd probably take Matt Nagy as his coordinator if he could get him. But if I'm Matt Nagy, why would I want to leave Mahomes? So the question with Spags is he'll only succeed in the NFL if he has a quarterback and a good O.C., as an older defensive coach, who could he get? You know Raheem Morris, his best friends with Sean McVay. So these young defensive coordinators are a little more offensive friendly and also have more young well, coaching allies and friends on both sides of the ball. So who would Spags get as his quarterback well, and his offensive coordinator? Okay, so Does he have relationships with young OCs? Well, what if Nagy says, this is Andy Reid's show, He he's it's his offense. He I, called I'm the not leaving Andy as a coordinator in Mahomes to go to Spags coordinator. Well, again, maybe Nagy will have full control of the offense. Spags says, it's your show. Whatever you want to do, I'm not going to bother you. You call all the plays. Maybe that's more you know, interesting to him than being like Andy's. If Andy's. you're driving a Mercedes, keep driving the Mercedes. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy's finding out what it's like without it's, Patrick uh, Mahomes. Just it's just a little difficult. Josh McDaniels has found out many times what it's like to be a coach without Tom Brady. How's it worked? All these coordinators, oh, I can do it without Mahomes. How's it working for you? Don't you want to try? Spags did try. It didn't work. Final story, uh, Chargers running back Austin Eckler. It's going to be a free agent this offseason. Remember, he tried to get an extension last offseason. Eckler says he wants to return. Here's Jim Harbaugh talking about an interesting running back situation in L.A. If things go well, it's going to be because of guys like player Austin Eckler and the players and I like Austin Eckler I mean uh, we're going to have huge emphasis on the run game and uh, we got Bach better up front and uh, you know because he's a he's a tremendous back and we'd we'd love to to have him on the team next year Uh, but yeah things go well it's going to be because it's kind of because all all of them did it Uh, if it goes bad it's because I'm a I'm a bad manager I'm a bad coach I think they need to reorganize and reboot their defense. I would love to have Eckler. They need a tight end, another receiver. I I really like Eckler. I'm not giving him a Eckler-friendly deal. I'm going to get a team-friendly deal. But I think they have to make they have to rearrange the the deck chairs on the defense. Safety, they pay too much money. Khalil Mack, Bosa, I'd move one. Um, They need a defensive tackle. But I. Again, I think what Harbaugh wants to do includes a top running back. He's already talked about Barkley and now Eckler. What he's trying to do, believe it or not, he did this with Andrew Luck at Stanford. It's not, we're going to pass every down. You want Justin Herbert to throw on third and two and second and five. That's Harbaugh. Harbaugh had J.J. McCarthy, a dominant college quarterback. They didn't throw in the second half against Penn State. That's really what Harbaugh does with quarterback. His whole career, 
is you want the quarterback to be gifted, but an off-speed pitch. You win with physicality in a run game. He did it at Michigan. He did it at San Francisco. He's going to do it with the Chargers. So he, Harbaugh will push back on this narrative that running backs aren't necessary. He's going to build this puppy around a strong physical run game, and that, in turn, like Andrew Luck at Stanford, will elevate Herbert to his greatest play. I don't know that there's a more interesting team in the league there isn't. this offseason than the Chargers. Because as you said, Harbaugh loves a physical, we're tougher than you, the blue collar, we're going to win the trenches. That ain't the Chargers. They're a finesse team. Yes. So it just smells like a lot of roster turnover coming to the Chargers. Obviously, he's going to say he likes everyone. I like Eckler. I like Keenan Allen. I like Mike Williams. I like Derwin James. Not all these guys are going to be back. But to me, this is the number one team to watch. That fifth pick, Colin. Is, I mean, they could they go are, many ways. They are very. There's a lot of variables here. They don't need a. They don't need a quarterback, a left tackle, or an edge rusher. And that, the top twelve picks are loaded with all of those. They need a receiver, but Rome? there's 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 receivers all over this draft. There's, there are. I was looking at a mock draft last week when I got home. The second round could have eight receivers taken. It's a at end of the first to middle of the second. There's a bunch of good receivers. And if the Chargers want to trade down from five and get some more picks, maybe, maybe I don't know, Jaden Daniels doesn't go in the top three. And he's there at five. And somebody says, I want my quarterback. Chargers could get extra picks. I just Chargers are a team, the team to watch for me this offseason. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. We've always said where a quarterback lands out of college is about 90% of how he'll succeed. Where does he go? The coach, the organization. I'm going to make that argument for Justin Fields, who's already a pro. I hear where he's leaning, and I don't necessarily think it's a great fit. We'll talk about that next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 
1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Win for football as the USFL and XFL merger is official. The United Football League will begin play March 30th with the USFL champion Birmingham Stallions taking on the XFL champion Arlington Renegades. The United Football League this spring on ABC, ESPN, Fox, and FS1. Spring just got stronger. As of yesterday, DraftKings Sportsbook listed the Pittsburgh Steelers as the favorites to land Bears quarterback Justin Fields, even ahead of the Bears. Reportedly, Mike Tomlin likes Justin Fields. I do not think this is great for Justin Fields' career. I think he needs an offensive head coach, a sensibility that is offensive-leaning. The Bears and the Steelers, there's an argument, are the two most defensive-driven brands in the league. I mean, the Bears have never had an elite quarterback, and the franchise is over 100 years old. And the Steelers' past five seasons, their best offense has been 23rd. Even when they had Bradshaw in the 70s, it was about the defense, Steel Curtain. The start of next season, I was on this three years ago, the Steelers will lead the NFL... As the NFL has pivoted to offense, the Steelers will lead it in defensive spending. The Bears and the Steelers do not provide, in my opinion, what Justin Fields, talented but who needs lots of refinement, they don't provide what he needs. At the start of next season, what a shocker. These teams will spend the most in the NFL on offense. See if you can figure out what they have in common. Cleveland, Denver, Dallas, Kansas City Rams, San Francisco. Hmm. All of them offensive coaches. Because when you have a top head coach, Harbaugh with the Chargers, you'll see this. They have a big say in where the money goes. The head coaches, once they're great, have power to a large degree if they want it over a general manager. And they define the culture. And they can refine a quarterback who's got some talent, like a Josh Allen early, but needs help. Fields with another defensive culture. I'm sorry. The Steelers couldn't get their O-line right for six years. They can't get offensive coordinator right. There's a lot of drama with their offense, not a lot of points. So you can take a Tesla to a Ford dealer, and maybe they can help briefly, but that's not their specialty. 
The Steelers in offense and the Bears in offense. It's not what they do. Does everybody understand that Pittsburgh right now has the sixth lowest odds? Lowest odds to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they have a roster with lots of good players. I think they have a Super Bowl-level roster missing one piece. But there's no indication that they can elevate that one piece. Now, Kenny Pickett, I just think, has limited talent. Justin Fields does not. But again, this is an organization where you kind of felt at the end, even Big Ben, they were underachieving, despite his enormous talent. So to me, this is not the best form. There are places for Justin Fields I think could work. But if the head coach, Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, if the popular head coach and the winning head coach is a defensive guy, that's the culture. The Steelers are heavy on motivation, inspiration, and toughness, and sack, and not being able to really move the chains consistently. And it's not just Kenny Pickett. Go back five years, best offense. Some of it with Big Ben. Best offense. 23rd. I just don't think it's a great fit. J-Mac, you can have a response to that, but I, I do think in very few instances does a quarterback come in the league and not need refining and guidance. It's very, very rare. Even Mahomes could go a little sideways, was known as a wildly talented, but a little wild in college. Josh Allen had a major accuracy issue. Lamar was really athletic, but clearly over two or three years became a much better pocket passer. Even the really successful quarterbacks, Herbert was rare, day one. Drop back, good mechanics, accurate, that's rare. Justin Fields is not that, even after three years in the league. He needs to clean this stuff up. His fourth quarter passer rating, his fourth quarter completion percentage, his giveaways in the fourth are most, are yeah. all awful. Uh, a lot of that's probably they're trailing, trying to catch up. But um, much like Nicole Hardman in the Super Bowl, blacking out in the end zone, I think I blacked out. Did you really just say the Steelers have the fifth worst odds at the Super Bowl next Sixth. year? Sixth? How? Mike Tomlin is still breathing on the sideline. That I Listen, I don't know that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I, I would take... Uh, uh, give I'm me the Steelers. That, I, I'll take that bet. All right, good luck. I mean, I, I, it's not like a, no. a ticket I have a lot if of confidence you don't, If you don't think culture matters, let me give you the Miami Dolphins. So Brian Flores, who I like. I would have hired Brian Flores. I like him. I think he's really good. Tua's career was over. Shuttling him back and forth. They were talking about Deshaun Watson. Couldn't beat out Ryan Fitzpatrick. Over. Same player. They flipped to Mike McDaniel. Wow. And Tua's getting MVP chatter and Pro Bowls selections. Same guy. Still on a bad O-line. Have never had a good O-line. Flores or McDaniel. Protection's never been great. They've added pieces. But Tua's a completely different player. You would not even have considered... Two years in, you thought Tua was a bust. Not a bust. He's very accurate. I don't know if I'd pay him a fortune, right, 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 right. but he's not a bust. He's more than accurate. Not in good, not good in cold, windy weather. Whatever. But my take is, look at that. And by the way, you can have a great DC in Vic Fangio. You can, you can do whatever you want. In the end, the, the sensibility, the touch, the refinement... Who has changed as a player? Okay, so we've seen first-year starting quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks get to the playoffs in recent years, right? Yeah. C.J. Stroud, famously. Yeah. Um, 
if I'm if I'm giving you five options at quarterback for the Steelers, you're telling me they can't make the playoffs with either Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Bo Nix, um, we'll toss Michael Penix in there, J.J. McCarthy. You're telling me one of those five quarterbacks, they can't figure it out because they have skill position guys. We like Warren. I have, Najee Harris, okay. I have no problem with Pittsburgh picking a quarterback again in the first round. No problem. Yeah. They've got receiver depth. They've got pass rush. Offensive line played better this year. No, I... I Pittsburgh's roster is fine. I have no problem them drafting a quarterback. What I'm saying with Justin Fields, some of this is psychological. You go into the league and fail your first time, that stuff gets in your head if you start failing again in Pittsburgh. I think Justin has talent. Justin, I think, can be saved, but he needs saving. So Fields or Russell Wilson? Russell's a better player. No, no, who would you rather have in Pittsburgh? Well, Russell Wilson. If I can make the money work, I take Russell Wilson in one second. Russell Wilson with that defense? Absolutely. The more I read the Russell Wilson situation, the Broncos are just going to have to cut him. They're just going to have to swallow the cap hit. It, unless someone steps up for a trade, and I think you and I probably agree, unlikely unless they attach some picks to Russ. So Russ on the market, cut. Uh, you know, I, I don't see why Tomlin wouldn't say, I trust you more than and, Trubisky and also, or Pickett. If Trubisky's you're gone now. in a division with Joe Burrow twice a year, Deshaun Watson twice a year, and Lamar Jackson twice a year, do you think Justin Fields is in that class? I do not. I mean, I think Lamar is top three or four. Deshaun is certainly top 12 to 15. And you know we all thought Burrow a year ago was number two to Mahomes. You can't have the third or fourth best quarterback in a division and say, hey, with a defensive coach, we are. Look at the odds in Vegas. Vegas yeah. is truth serum. Yeah, well, Vegas a, also took a bath on the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, Just, I mean. The, they, they don't win everything. Yes, they built casinos in the desert. But. They're not. I think they're. I think that's a little mispriced on Pittsburgh. I would take a flyer now. Again, Super Bowl is a massive long shot, but I could find ten worse teams that ain't sniffing the Super Bowl than the Pittsburgh. All right, give me give me a few. Okay, the entire AFC South, the entire (laughs) NFC South. We'll just just fire those ten. Houston. They're not sniffing the Super Bowl. Come on. Uh, Looks like a star young coach, star coordinator, star quarterback with weapons. Not sniffing the Super Bowl. Sorry. Let me ask you. Houston Steelers, who would you bet on? I'm Houston. Well, Houston e- smacked them, and I did bet Pittsburgh against them last oh, year. Oh, I, but I, I would Houston. Bet. I, know, uh, I don't think Houston's going to win it, but it, if if I just saw all these young kids win a playoff game, I don't think Houston's going to get better with D'Amico Ryans, who I was told three years ago was a rocket ship. People in San Francisco told me, they're like, that's the okay. next superstar coach. Okay. I like Stroud. I know we have a Houston Texans fan on staff. We know what the sophomore slump is in the NFL. There's a year worth of tape on now on C.J. Stroud. Let, let's, let's not put him in the, in the class of elite superstars, Super Bowl contenders yet. Come on. Let's, okay. Mike Tomlin's got a little bit more body of work that I trust I'm, I'm, I'm than not, D'Amico Ryan. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'll take C.J. Stroud. You go to the market. <laughs> I'll take <laughs> Justin I, Fields? I, I, I didn't think he was going to be this good this quick, but Nobody I've did. seen enough. Yeah. That kid, can he can spin it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hour two, Greg Cosell breaks it down. It's the herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.